0: All right, who wants some cheese? I'm talking about Monterey Jack, the archaeologist the um feels like the investigator at one of those sci fi rip off movies instead of transformers. It's like transchangers or something like that. <laughs> this is the guy that gave me that impression instead of Indiana jones got a got a mustache and a pistol stealing some crap look like he's on the run. <laughs> He's a one willpower, four intelligence, two strength, five agility. Dude can get clues, and he's fast as all get out. fair. is his traits. as react at the end of your turn. If you started this round one, lo- one location away from your current location, either gain a resource or draw a card. If you started this round two or more locations away, do both instead. You know, uh, for this... I really wish I would give you an account or something like that because it might be very, very easy to forget just to say where you're at. So might have to have a marker or something like that or like a glass bead or something because I'm willing to bet if I play this guy, um, I'm definitely going to forget. I'm definitely going to forget and getting in the resource of the card or both of them that far away and they start moving around the board. So kind of wish they actually did come give you something there to just to track it. But got to make something with it. Uh, all right, Elder Sign Effect, plus one. If you started this round one or more locations away from your current location, gain one resource and draw a card. Yeah, it feels like you need a class bead for sure, or some way to track where you're, you were originally at the beginning of your turn. Um, okay, so eight health, six sanity. thirty is deck size. Uh, All level zero rogue cards are opened up to them. Seeker cards level one through five neutral zero to five and other secret cards level zero you have up to five he comes with a trusty bullwhip buried secrets and one random basic weakness all right let's look at the bullwhip two cost asset only for it's fast and it's only for jack only you can pitch it for two agility and um a wild uh let's see uh action fight this attack uses agility instead of strength. If this attack succeeds, you may exhaust a trusted build wolf to either automatically evade the attack enemy or deal plus one damage for this attack. Um, that's okay. I mean, uh, it's it, it's fine. I mean, um, swinging at five is awesome and have the chance to automatically evade uh, is pretty sweet too if you can't deal with it and it gives you plus one damage for the attack. It does take up a hand slap. I forgot to mention that um but yeah i don't see anything wrong with it i mean it's it's feels like it's a watered down version of a machete with a built-in automatic evade <laughs> it's about the best way i can put it i don't know if i would hardcore like dig for this deck but uh it's not a bad weapon it really isn't buried secrets it's his unique weakness it's mystery traded Put buried secrets into play in your threat area. If your location can be investigated, you cannot move except by scenario card effects. As an action, investigate. If you succeed, instead of discovering clues, discard buried secrets. If you fail, you may take two hordes, shuffle it back in your deck. <laughs> uh, this guy's just gonna keep looking for scraps. <laughs> uh, I mean, investigate's a four. I mean, depending where the shroud's at, I mean, it's not as bad as cover-up. Uh, the failing part really stinks, up because you're going to take two whore off of that. And he's not really good with the whore, so this could really slap you in the face. I mean, this could really, you know, put Jack to a screeching halt. Uh, yeah... I wouldn't say it's the worst treachery, but it's a bad one. <laughs> it's For him, it's a bad one. You know, because he's he's only got six. <laughs> and you got to play in the fact that you're going to potentially do two horror. Ugh. All right, Monterey Jack. How do I feel about him? Well, um, I like it. Um. His rogue cards, I mean he's only he's only gonna get zero. So after that it's just it's all seeker mad card madness that he can get a hold of. I wish it was the other way, you know, for um having all seeker and then bleeding out to rogue. I think that would be awesome. This is this gives me the inverse effect of that. This one doesn't just feel as awesome. Uh, but would he be viable solo? Uh oh, probably, honestly, he. I think he might do all right solo. Because with the Rogue level zero cards and stuff like that, um, he can get weapons that base based off his agility and stuff like that too. So I think he can handle himself just fine. Uh, the one willpower is going to be a big problem. A huge problem. So, you know, I'm looking at Carcosa. <laughs> it's rough. I mean, like Running Finn Edwards, rough. <laughs> so, uh, it's very thematic. And I get it. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. The willpower is cringy. Okay, so I'm broken up this time because the stack is very very loaded on events. So I'm not going to do the events right now. I'm going to do skills, and assets. So that's what I'm going to do first. Uh, let's get there's one new skill card, and it's called Savant. Savant is a level one skill. You can pitch it for plus one or or wild. It's innate and developed traded. How can you be innate and developed at the same time? It's just something... Innate It's like something you know. It's just an ability given to you. And then you develop that ability to make it even better? I guess that's what you can call a savant? Huh. Alright, savant gains uh, additional wild icons equal to your lowest skill other than the skill being tested. I definitely wouldn't want to throw this a Monterey Jack because it's just worth a one. I mean, maybe I would put this with Jenny to give you at least a threes action. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. This one didn't do any of that craziness. Like, if it's this, is this. It's, well, there's only four of them, and they're doing the inverse aspect of each one. I guess you ran out of something. So I guess Rogue's like, eh, we'll do it this way. <laughs> Cause you ran out. <laughs> uh this would be kind of bad for Monterey Jack because you would have to test. Uh, it would only give you a plus one. So, but it already gives you a plus one anyway for the Savant. But I, you know, ideally you wouldn't run with Monterey Jack. I think it would go better with other investigators. So, all right, Savant is done. Should have been named Idiot Savant. Uh let's see here. Moxie. Its talent is composure. Traded. It's the composure card. It's a level three zero cost access. Two willpower, two agility, fast. Limit one composure in play. You get plus one willpower and plus one agility. Non-direct damage and horror must be assigned to Moxie before it is assigned to your investigator card. As a quick react, uh, spend one resource to get uh, plus. Next, we have a unique item called the Black Fan. It's the symbol of power. It's a level three. But wait, it's exceptional. It's really a level six. Three cost assets. It gives you a wild, an agility, and an intelligence. It's item and relic traded. It, give, it does take up a hand slot. Uh, so while you have ten or more resources, you get plus one health and plus one sanity. Cool. But there's another bullet. 15 plus resources you may gain one additional action during your turn all right oh but yet there's another bullet 20 plus resources and you get plus one to each of your skills you know this is jenny 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 this is all about jenny because she can generate the resources the fastest and just get tons of cash i mean you could do it with other rogues too you know by you know uh, doing fast bargaining and stuff like that. But uh, um, but boy, oh boy. Got a built-in uh, Leo DeLuca. Crank up your health and sanity up by one and then boost your numbers up by one. So I'm thinking Jenny. Jenny might like this card a lot. She'll be all fours. Provided you hold all that those resources. Uh, that is a cool card, and I see why it costs 6 VPs for it, or XP's for it. We have two versions of this one, the Red Clock. They're both broken, but reliable. One is a... well, they're both exceptional. One is a 4-cost, or 4-level, four 2-cost four asset. I'll just do this one first. Throw it out for a Wild Pip. It is accessory traded, uh, so we'll take that slot. I end up in Relic... It has zero charges on it, forced. After your turn begins, either place one charge here or take all the charges here as resources. Then, if it is exactly one charge, you get three skill value for next skill test. Two charges, you may move up two times. In three charges, you may take an additional action this turn. So before I say anything, I'm going to look at the, the the crazy crazy 10 XP one. Still the same cost. It gives you an additional wild pip, so it's worth two. Um, still exceptional, still item and relic traded, still has zero charges after your turn begins. You may take all the charges here as resources, place a charge here. Uh, so I guess you can do it every turn because the other way, the way, the way I'm reading it, either place one charge here and, or take all the charges here. There's one that says you may take all the charges here as resources, then place one charge here. If it has exactly um one charge, get four skill value for your next skill set. Two charges, you may move up to three times, and three charges, you get to take two additional actions this turn. Woo! Um it's the plan word tier. So I'm like looking at the level four. It says after your turn begins, either place a charge here or take all the charges here as resources. And then Oh, this is just throwing me. Why is this throwing me? So, after your turn begins, place a charge here or take all the charges here. Then if it has exactly... Okay. I think I get it. Man. what It's a definitely timing issue. And I'm wondering if the second one is better. I would assume it's better. Besides the other bumps. So I guess it would always just give you a plus four skill value for the next skill set versus the other way. Don't have to. But um, I think what this does is that allows you to to grab those resources and then still put a charge on there and always get a plus four skill value for the bigger one. All right. Now I got it. Oh, man, that just, boy, that just wrapped my brain. That was crazy. Okay. Um, Ten is a lot for this card. I'm not gonna lie, ten is a lot. Four I can see people playing the the four XP one versus the ten. Um they're, they're both cool. I mean they're they're both really cool and obviously you're gonna want to save those charges so you get all those benefits and stuff like that. Well, it's not all the benefits, it's just as soon as you get the third charge you you want and get those additional actions. But you know, what you're paying for here is you're gonna constantly get a four skill value for your next skill set. So that's what you're you're really paying for. I'm willing to bet someone's going to figure this out, and this is going to be broken. It's going to be on a taboo list. <laughs> my words? <laughs> underworld support. I don't know what, though. I mean, before I go to Underworld support, I don't know how they're going to make Red Clock, you know, level 5 anymore worse, because it's already exceptionally traded. They would just change the wording, I guess. They might have to mutate it. All right, Underworld support. This is the last asset. Um It's Favor, Elicit Traded, Permanent, Limit 1 per deck at the purchase of your deck creation. Your deck cannot include more than one copy of non-weakness, non-signature card by title. Reduce your deck size by 5. So, you're playing Singleton. It's about the best way I can put it. Just one. You can't double up on anything, but you get to reduce your deck size by 5. This card would be great, you know, if you're looking to build a lean, mean deck, and you didn't mind that. And honestly, if you have a good card pool... You wouldn't have to really worry about like weapons and stuff like that because there's stuff like got here. Now, if this card came out like at the beginning, uh, ooh, choices would have been kind of slim. I don't see anybody playing it, but uh, yeah, this just gives you the ability of uh, doing a singleton deck and uh, making your deck a little leaner in mirror. That will do it for this round. So, got the last left, and I have like four weaknesses. You know what? Before I sign off, let's do the four weaknesses because this one's kind of short and the, the rest of these are, I mean just events so let's let's look at the let's look at the weaknesses. first one is uh, arm injury ooh and the picture is kind of ghastly nice good cut there. All right it's injury traded uh, put arm injury it's a basic weakness these are all basic weaknesses. put arm injury into play in your threat area arm injury can be healed as if it were a single point of damage on you. If it is discard discarded. After you take a fight or an activate action, you cannot take any of those types of actions for the remainder of the turn. So you only—it's uh, like a lukewarm, watered down. Um, what is it? It's from the Fear set, um, and I hate it when it comes up too. Where it would just it would cost you double action for like movement evade and uh investigate ah it escapes me but I hated it so it's not this one's not bad providing you have you have the ability to heal or you have a, an investigator on your team that can then heal it for you um not not as bad so all right so that's arm injury let's look at the other side we got we got leg injury. Uh, Injury traded, you get to put in your threat area. Leg injury can be healed as if it were a single point of damage on you. So it's the same thing like the arm injury. However, this one here is forced. If you take a move, resign, or evade action, you cannot take any of those types of actions for the remainder of the turn. I don't know why they put Uh, resign. Why do they put resign on there? This should just be move or evade. After you resign, you're done. You're done, you're done. You're out. I mean, you can't do... Unless there's going to be a scenario where you can resign twice, I don't know why they throw resign in there. That's weird. I mean, I get where both of them were coming at. You know, arm injury because you're trying to fight while you're down an arm, so you're kind of gimpy. And same thing with the leg injury. If you're you're busted up, you are not going to be taking another move or evade action. So that portion I get. But I'm like scratching my head. Why did you put resign in here? Because once you resign, you're done. That's it. You take your cards off the board and take your investigator off. Uh, why? Okay, they're both thematic. They both play well, and they. I, it's not nearly as bad if you have some healing capacity, or um, you have an investigator that can help heal you. Panic. Man, I've seen this artwork many, many, many times through all their stuff. More so, more so often than anything else. Elder Sign comes to mind, especially the app. Uh, this is another basic weakness. It's madness traded. Put panic into play in your threat area. Panic can be healed as if it were a single point of horror on you. After you take a play, engage, or resource action, you cannot take any of those types of actions for the remainder of your turn. Oh, uh, So I'm going to see this is going to be like the same thing here uh for the next one. So I'm gonna read that one too. Stupor also mandistrated, put in your threat area, can not be healed. As if it were a single point of horror on you. And you get to discard it. And after you parlay, draw, or investigate, you cannot take any of those types of actions for this turn. Um I feel this one here just slightly this one feels slightly the worst because of the drawing ability if you need to draw additional cards or especially in the investigate if you're a Clover. This would stink if you're a Cluver. And for the other one is... Ugh, panic is bad, too. Honestly, the, the, the physical injuries are not nearly as bad as these uh, the ones with the horror. Because after you play Engage or do a resource, play a card, then you're done. You're not playing another card. Gauge an enemy, well, it might not be so bad. You're probably just going to engage just once. Uh, and then, But you're only going to get one resource. So I think the ads for the Panic of supers are kind of suckier than the leg injuries because uh i think they all kind of equally stink but they're not like it's not like like a slap in the face i mean like double action stuff like that it's like your turn's completely done but in a way they can be because depending on what you're trying to do so uh, it's just all luck and how you get these weaknesses man so all right weaknesses are done so one episode left We'll do the rest of the road cards, and that will complete the investigator box for the edge of the earth. All right. So, with that, I bid you adieu, and I'll holler in the next couple days.